Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim, and in this week's episode, we're reviewing Irresistible, plus all the latest movie and trailer news. Let's get into it. So, Irresistible is a political satire written and directed by Jon Stewart, who we know, obviously, from The Daily Show. Yes, he came into prominence in about 1999 and really imparted his satiric comedy flair. Sorry, I have to laugh. I just love when you pull these numbers. I have to tell the listeners that you just pull these numbers out of your butt and they're always correct. (laughs) My butt is always correct. It's a superpower. It's a superpower. Yeah, so he's been around for, what, over 20 years now, imparting his kind of satiric Mm. comedy, and it's really great to see him bring that flair and that talent into the feature film space, starring an incredible lineup of actors. We've got Steve Carell, Rose Byrne, Chris Cooper, Topher Grace, Mackenzie Davis, and Natasha Lyonne. The movie's about a democratic strategist, played by Steve Carell, who helps a retired veteran run for mayor of a small conservative Midwest town. Now, what did you think of this, Lee? How did you lean into this sort of comedy that Jon Stewart was bringing to us? Well, there's no doubt that Jon Stewart knows political satire inside out and backwards. He can do a film like this. He does it every day. 100%. This is the second feature film from Jon Stewart. So he's only done this once before. Yeah, it's been a while. 2014, Rosewater was the last, well, first mm. and last feature film that he did. And I think this is certainly a, a little bit different in tone to that film, being a, a comedic satire. I found it to be a really clever comedy. What did you think? So clever. And I think the way that the cleverness came along was in the absolute genius of Steve Carell playing this fish out of water in this mm. middle American small town. You know, he's part of the DC elite. And it really focused on how out of touch they are with Mm. the real America or just Americans, just human beings. And they're caught up in this rat race of DC and the political agenda Mm. and trying to like blend into the small town and just his reactions to (laughs) 
to all the interactions that he had, you know, he was faking it, which equals comedy. Carell is so Mm. perfect in this space in his ability to just really come across as uncomfortable in his circumstance and make it hilarious. And that's another thing that Jon Stewart does well in terms of making this film is taking a really sharp skewer to Hollywood and media and politics and how the media treat middle America, how condescending they are to middle America. 100%. I think what's really important to call out here is that Jon Stewart is known to swing to the left, Mm. but this film, I think, was a really balanced take on simply just looking at the hypocrisy of politics and how both sides, be it Republican or Democratic Party, just don't understand who their voters are and Mm. they're just there to play against each other and spin everything. There's this great little one of the openers where they're Mm. spinning and they're talking about how they lie to you and they just make it up and you just lap it up and this is our job. And you know they're lying to you. Yeah. And so it was just basically right in front of you, black and white, where he lying. Obviously, it wasn't actually happening at time, but it's more for the audience to say these people are just doing what they can to convince the votes. The timing of it is just perfect. And I think that's what contributes to making a film really resonate with people. Obviously, the American election is going on at the moment. And Mm. I don't know how much of making this film was time to release, considering all the delays that we've had this year. But it ended up being perfect timing. Yeah, it's almost a window into what's actually happening right now. So it really did pack more of a punch being released in the weeks leading up to the American election than, say, even a few months ago, Mm. which kind of makes you really want to pull your hair out knowing that this is a satire, but it's so true to life at the same time. Mm. It's like you see this playing out on Fox News and CNN and on the campaign trail across the state. So it's quite astonishing that even though this is a film, it's kind of very familiar and relatable. Yeah. It was a bit of a slow burn as well in terms of the pacing of the story. Did you find that? I found it really well paced, but I think I was so impressed and on the floor rolling around laughing at the comedy. So I was just Mm. constantly being thrown all these wonderful, witty, funny lines. So the pacing didn't really... Uh, affect my experience of the film. Well, when I say slow burn, I don't think that's necessarily a negative and I don't think people Mm. should be put off by that. It just means that it's really smart and it's intelligent and you need to hang in there and pay attention to what's happening. And then there's a really great twist in it, which we won't reveal, but I loved it. Oh, it took me by such surprise. I basically sat there going, of course, like, of course. It was just so perfect. And it took me by such surprise, like I said, And it makes you re-look and think about the whole movie that you've just watched Mm. and, you know, where the little hints and things were. And I thought it was really clever, like you said, really smartly written. So you've mentioned Steve Carell's performance and how great he was. I want to call out Rose Byrne as well because she's so great in comedy. She's so great at being that straight deadpan character. Like in this one, she's just evil almost. (laughs) She is so evil and she plays evil so well. This kind of reminded me of her performance in Bridesmaids where she comes across as such a passive, aggressive, conniving person, but she took it up a notch in Irresistible. It was kind of terrifying. Mm. I was like, I would not want to be on the receiving end of her vitriol because she just says it with such ease and conviction and she just gets away with it and I guess that's what this film was portraying was that things that people say they just get away with it because people lap it up for some goddamn reason and she personified that I love that line she has at the end once the twist is revealed and she's like I just had a fucking great time (laughs) I just thought yep I was just here for the ride (laughs) 
she just didn't care. She's like, right, cool. On to the next one sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I do want to kind of call out something that I love a lot about Steve Carell, if I may. Mm-hmm. I love hearing him swear. It is so satisfying. Really? And there were moments that reminded me of 40-year-old Virgin. Now, bear with me. You know when he's getting the hair ripped off his chest mm-hmm. and there's this classic line where he just screams, Kelly Clarkson! You know... <laughs> I felt like he was about to scream Kelly Clarkson. Like there was just this crescendo going on and he had these brilliant asides where he would just comment on something that's just happened. Mm. And it was just this really awkward moment, but I'm going to recall them asides because it was just these moments where he just, Oh, he just kind of sighed into this moment Mm. of something that's just happened. And he would throw in a swear word. And I don't know, there's just something about how he delivers his comedy that is so brilliant and so funny. I just could not stop laughing in this movie. I completely agree with you. So what would you say the message of this film is though? How did you feel coming out of it? Because it could very easily be quite depressing to see this is the state of the world and there's nothing you can do about it almost. It's quite cynical. What I took out of this was that it served as a bit of a reality check on Mm. behaviour and expectation versus reality. And it is kind of a call to action going, it doesn't matter if you're to the left or to the right, we're both responsible for making callous wrong decisions and being manipulative to the Mm. voters, to the people. And it's kind of like, all right, well, what, decisions can I make as a taxpayer, as a voter, to make sure that the truth is being spoken and that Mm. we fight for the right things. Despite having laughed all the way through it, as you said, yes, it's very depressing and kind of like a a call to arms, if you will, to be accountable for for how you communicate to the world. A call to arms, yes, but also maybe a bit of acceptance that this is the way the system is and it's broken and we Mm. can use it to our advantage. It's almost a little bit sinister in its messaging, wouldn't you say? I think especially how the twist played out, it did come across as incredibly sinister because of just the nonchalant Mm. nature of how it was all revealed, that I think people are just accepting this and it's almost an invitation to behave in such a way because other people do, Mm. the DC elite do, so it's like, why can't we? So, yeah, I think you're right. Or another way to look at it, maybe not sinister, but maybe we need to get creative as voters and to make change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because banging your head against a wall is just not working. So you need to get creative. Oh, 100%. And I mean, there were moments of Steve Carell banging his head against the wall, but he (laughs) he always had another plan. He was always one step ahead. Mm. So how many popcorn kernels would you give Irresistible? I had such a good time watching this movie. I laughed out loud constantly. I'm a big fan of Steve Carell. Rose Byrne was a great companion to his performance and they were brilliant to watch and I just wanted more of them. Given that and the comedy alone and the satiric nature of it, I think I might give it three and a half popcorn kernels. How about you? I'm going to agree with you. I think it was a really clever comedy, as I've already said, and had some great insightful commentary on the election economy and the American system, which I found fascinating. And it was just really effective, if maybe a little bit safe. So I'll go three and a half. Okay, interesting. Safe in what way? I think it could have hit a little bit harder. It was wrapped up in cotton wool in areas, so I kind of Mm. see where you're coming from. But still, it packed a punch, that's for sure. Still a great movie and really interesting. So get out to see that next week from October 15.
All right, Lee, let's move on to movie news. But before we do, guys, we have our Baby Done giveaway. So don't forget that we have five double passes to give away to see the comedy Baby Done in cinemas from October 22. The movie stars Rose Matafeo and Matthew Lewis as a couple who are unexpectedly thrust into impending parenthood and deal with it in very different ways. To enter, head to the Popcorn Podcast Facebook and Instagram pages and leave a comment telling us about your big big ticket bucket list item what is that one thing that you just have to experience in this lifetime it could be bungee jumping skydiving swimming with sharks we've had some really creative interesting bucket list entries so thanks for Mm. entering guys we'd love to see what sort of crazy adventures you're willing to do in your life All right, so No Time to Die and June have been delayed until next year in 2021, and there are huge ramifications to these blockbusters being pushed. Cineworld in the UK has had to shut down all of its sites, hoping to reopen next year, but honestly, who knows? It's just insane. It's so frustrating. The decisions being made about distribution at the moment are being driven out of the US domestic market. But it's strangling the international market, especially Australia as well. I mean, the UK are shutting down at the moment because they're sort of in the grips of another wave. But Mm. here in Australia, we're hungry for films. And the cinemas are just getting desperate for new films to keep the industry and their businesses afloat. So we really need these films being released in international markets. I 100% agree. And that statement, we're hungry for film, is so true. It's not just you and I who are just hungry to sink our teeth into this content. Gimme, gimme. Gimme, gimme, gimme. It's everyone. I hope that the barriers come down and distributors can see the value in releasing films in international markets and stagger the release. And that just business model of releasing worldwide all at once just isn't viable at this moment in time in this economy. So hopefully this, uh, this doesn't continue and we can start to see movies before others. In happier news, we have a new trailer for Free Guy, the movie starring Ryan Reynolds as a background character in an open world video game who decides to change his fate and become the hero. This one is expected December 10. He's hoping. I'm really looking forward to it. Another one I'm really looking forward to is The 355 starring Jessica Chastain, Penelope Cruz, Lupita Nyong'o, Diane Kruger and Fan Bingbing as agents from rival intelligence agencies who are forced to work together to retrieve a top secret weapon. And this film is coming in January of 2021 and can I just mic drop this trailer, this cast this experience, like Give me this right now. How good did this look? And the use of the remixed Rihanna song in it was just so cool. And yes, okay, there were people commenting on the trailer saying they're running around in heels and it's another female-led... Somebody said Ghostbusters and I thought, what? 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 We both loved the female-led Ghostbusters movie. I did, absolutely. Give it another chance, guys. It's actually really funny and really well done. But this is so not that movie, though. So not that movie. It was also being compared to Ocean's 8, which, again, it's so not that movie. This is a hard-hitting action with a kick-ass cast. I'm ready for it. Unbelievable. Speaking of the cast, so Marianne Cotillard was Mm. originally cast in this film when it was shopped at Cannes, I think, a year or two ago. Mm. But she dropped out for personal reasons. So that's why you've seen Diane Kruger 
in this cast lineup now as mm. opposed to Marianne Cotillard. I would have taken either. Both would are fantastic. Oh, 100%. We also got a poster for Jurassic World Dominion, which revealed a release date of June 2022. But what does the image mean? The T-Rex mm. in the amber circle. What do you think? Does that mean T-Rex is going to become extinct again? Oh, not again. I can't. <laughs> they waited 65 million years for a second shot. <laughs> I don't know what it means, but it does pay incredible homage to the first Jurassic Park movie. This is meant to be the last in the series, so it's kind of like that circular bring it back to where where it came from sort of thing. And that's promising too, I think, to show that it's going to get back to that nostalgia and what made the first movies great. And also with Jeff Goldblum, Laura Dern and Sam Neill all reprising their roles in this film. I mean, oh, just, I can't believe we have to wait a whole other year, but look, I think it will definitely be worth it. Whoopi Goldberg has confirmed that Sister Act 3 is in the works. Now, there's been talk Mm. about this for years, but it appears now it's actually happening. Whoopi confirmed that they are working on figuring out a good way to bring everyone together again. That's usually the headline with a sequel or a franchise that's been away for like 20, 30 years. We're Mm. just figuring out how to bring everyone back together in the right way. It has to be the right story. So hopefully this means it's not years and years away. How good is it that Maggie Smith is still around so they can get her back as Mother Superior? Okay, no disrespect. They got her before she dies because she's old, right? <laughs> Come on. Oh. Bring Sister Act 3 out now. You can't have it without Maggie Smith. You're so right. And uh, Benedict Cumberbatch has been confirmed for Spider-Man 3 as Doctor Strange, of course. He'll appear in the next web-slinging entry for the MCU, presumably filling the shoes of a mentor type to Peter Parker, like Tony Stark was, do you think? Like, I hadn't thought about that, to be honest. And I think you're right. Because Mm. in Spider-Man Far From Home, Tony Stark played a pivotal role in mentoring Peter even further than we'd had seen in Civil Mm. War. So I think he's going to have that void to fill. And it's interesting to think that someone like Stephen Strange will be able to fill that void because he's quite a selfish person, isn't he, in his portrayal to date? So will he... Mm. Will he become more of a father figure or kind of break down those barriers? Don't you think he's evolved from that, though? Yeah, you know, you're not wrong. I think certainly across Infinity War and and Endgame, he did evolve. So this could just Mm. be the next step in his evolution as a character. Bit of bummer news now as well. Soul, Pixar's 23rd feature, will skip theatres for a Christmas debut on Disney+. Plus. This is so disappointing. We talked about this, I don't know if it was last episode or Mm. the episode before, where we were saying it was promising that it was still coming to cinemas. I think this needs to be seen on the big screen. Preaching to the choir here, I completely agree with you. The, The thing to call out here is, unlike Milan, Soul will be released free for all Disney Plus subscribers, so it's not going to be part of the premier access model. So that kind of softens the blow, from my opinion, but still, you know, it's not great. Do you think there was too much backlash about Mulan being priced so high? Yes, 100%. I mean, the fact that it's a subscription service that it was on, and then they're asking for more money, and in the Australian market, it was something like $35. I mean, give me Mm. a break if you just watch it on your TV at home. So I think you're right. They're kind of listening and understanding that their subscriber base was a bit pissed off by that price point. They need to choose which ones they're going to do that with carefully, and I hope it's not too many more, to be honest. Well, you're worried that it's going to happen to Black Widow, aren't you? Do not, Tim. Do not put that out into the universe. Oh my God, I feel responsible for even putting that out in the universe. <laughs> Your reaction. Hopefully As long not. as Wonder Woman still comes in December, I'm good. We'll be good. We'll be all fine here on Popcorn Podcast if that <laughs> it's happens. fine, 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 fine. Cool, 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 cool. cool, 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 cool. cool. <laughs> 
All right, Lee. Well, that was another jam-packed episode of Popcorn mm-hmm. Podcast. We reviewed Irresistible, which is in cinemas on October 15. So check that out if you are in Australia. We recommend go and see it. And thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. We have a website, popcornpodcast.com. Go check it out. We've got all our episodes up there for you to listen to. If you'd like to get to know us a little better, there's an About Us section and we run giveaways, so keep an eye on the website for more information. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.